best part of waking up is having hope in your cup. I'm Stephanie Winslow, and thank you for coming to Cup of Hope podcast. Uh, it's my privilege and honor to be with you. Thank you so much for stopping by the channel, and I know that you will find hope in your cup to be full and overflowing as you dig into the Word of God with us in uh, study and also in prayer. So grab your cup and let's fill it up with the hope that God has in store for us. Thank you for joining and enjoy the show. With you this morning to bring to you a message from the Word of God. Let's lift up our cups together today and ask the Lord, Lord, would you fill us up today with the hope that you have in store for us through the power of your Word. God's Word is a place where we can come and we can find hope. We can find rejuvenation and be refreshed. We can find wisdom and discernment, knowledge and strength. We can find really anything that we're looking for, that we're in need of, God provides for us. He is abundant. He is uh, all-knowing, all-powerful, and so we can always come to Him when we are in need of whatever it is. Um, this month of April, we are spending this month talking about this idea of our human tendency to run away, to, to flee when things get difficult or uh, just they're just hard. When we're up against a wall, when we feel like um, we don't know which end is up, our human tendency is, is to just run away. And we often even run away from God, the, the source, the one who gives life and breath to us, the one who has the answers that we're looking for, that, um, that just being in his presence is, is all we really need. That, that is really, if you hear nothing else this entire month, I hear that, I want you to hear that you can come to him that being in his presence, being in his in the midst of, of him is, is the answer. That is all we need. He will, he will fill us up and give us what we need in his presence. Um, on Monday, we talked about the story of Adam and Eve and, and their tendency to run in the face of shame as they were exposed, their nakedness was exposed to them. Um, they hid in shame. And this notion of what does it look like to stay? What does it look like to be present with God when it's easier, feels easier in the moment to, to run away because of the shame that we might be feeling? Or today we're talking about fear. When we are faced in a situation with fear, again, our tendency is, is to run away, right? Our, it's... I'm, I'm afraid, so I'm gonna try and do everything I can to not have to engage in this, in this um, situation. I'm gonna do everything I can to not have to engage in a conversation that makes me afraid. I'm gonna do everything I can to not face the fear of the discomfort that I might be feeling in this moment. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna run away from the situation. I'm gonna run away from the encounter. I'm gonna run away from the relationship. And um, we're going to talk about today Elijah, a prophet from the Old Testament. He is probably almost my favorite um, Bible character. I've, I've learned a lot from just 
reading the stories of about God's power and what God can do in and through us as willing vessels for him. But even in the case of Elijah, who God used to do many mighty acts, he used him to speak to the Israelites on multiple occasions. He did many miracles through him. Even Elijah was faced with fear and his reaction to that fear, as we will see as we read these verses, was to run away, to run, to flee. I want to read to you from 1 Kings 19 verses Verse three, uh, and this is just the first part of verse three, and um, then I want to get into verse nine. So it says this, then Elijah became afraid and immediately ran for his life. So why was Elijah immediately afraid and why did he run for his life? Well, in the verses before this, we're told that Elisha um, was told by Jezebel that she was going to take his life, that she was tired of him basically talking you know and touting all these things that god was going to do so she was going to just end his life she was done she was done with his interference she was done with um with him coming to them and telling speaking truth uh to them and so she was just going to end his life that was what jezebel was out to do so when elijah heard that and knew that she was a pretty evil queen Um, and had the resources to do what she said she was going to do, he chose to become afraid and immediately ran for his life. And I'm saying that he chose to become afraid because fear is a choice. Fear is not a place that we, we have to live. Fear is a choice that we consciously make to, to allow our minds and our hearts to entertain these thoughts, to entertain uh, what we see in front of us and, and take what we see as for face value and, and believe it um, and, and allow that to stir our mind to places of fear. And then that in turn causes us, causes Elijah to run for his life. As Elijah ran for his life, uh, he was visited he, he stopped under a, what's called a broom tree. He stopped under a broom tree and then and fell asleep. He was visited by an angel of the Lord. And the angel of the Lord told him, uh, you need to eat because this journey that you're about to go on as you're running away, you're, you're going to need some sustenance for this journey. Um, so he walked and then he proceeded to, to walk through the wilderness, through the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. 40 days and 40 nights ring a bell to anybody else. It's a frequent uh, time period that God uses for people in the wilderness as they're seeking after um, seeking after God or just journeying through the wilderness until they come to a place. So he ends up at Mount Horeb, which is known as the mountain of God. When he gets there, he hides He's still hiding. He's running and hiding. He's hiding in a cave. And at 1 Kings 19.9, we pick up with the story and it says this, he entered the cave there at Mount Horeb and spent the night. Suddenly the word of the Lord came to him and he said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? What are you doing here, Elijah? That's a very uh, similar question that we heard 
And uh, from the story of Adam and Eve, when, when God met with Adam and Eve and said, you know, he was, where are you? Like he already knew. And what are you doing here? God already knew what Elijah was doing. He already knew that he was running from Jezebel. Uh, but the question is, what are you doing here? Why have you ran away fearing for your life? When fear raises up, we tend to forget it's like we have this amnesia moment. We forget all that God has done in the past. And this is a situation for Elijah. He, he forgot that, um, that he saw God end a major famine, um, that he had already been fed by a raven, that a raven brought bread and meat to him. He had already healed people. He had already seen oil and flour uh, a woman's oil and flour be abundant and never ending, even though she kept scooping out the last of it, it kept being replenished. He had already seen countless miracles of what God was able to do. But when it came to him, himself, his own physical life, then he began to be afraid. And I wonder how much of us that's true for, that we are able to believe for someone else, that we can believe that God is able to heal someone else. We believe that God is able to provide a need for someone else. But when it comes to us, we think, well, I don't know. I don't know if God is able to do that kind of work in my life. And so maybe we, we second guess what he's able to do or we forget all those things that we saw God do in, in our life prior. Um, or even in the lives of those around us, we forget the healing that we, we forget the healing that we've seen him to do and the provision that we've seen him. And so our, our fears tend to rear up when it's our life, our reputation maybe is, is on the line or, um, we're, we're fearful that we won't be accepted. We're fearful that we won't, uh, have our next paycheck. We're fearful that our though our paycheck now is not going to cover the inflation that we're experiencing in this world that we're living in in this moment. Maybe we're fearful that we aren't going to be able to have an impact on this loved one who's making poor choices. We're fearful for our own safety. We're fearful for our own livelihood. We're fearful for our own health and healing. And so we run and maybe you're finding yourself now in the middle of this desert, hiding out in a cave because you are running for your life. Maybe you had a, a diagnosis and you're running for your life, hiding out in the wilderness. And maybe today God is meeting you and saying, what are you doing here? Why have you allowed yourself to become fearful. Elijah, what are you doing here in this place of fear? I believe that God wants us to come before him today with all of ourself, with this fear, and, and say today to God, instead of making the choice to buy into the fear that's swirling around in my mind, in my heart, that I'm going to choose to stay. I'm gonna to choose to stay steady. 
I'm gonna choose to stay consistent. I'm gonna choose to believe in this hope that is the anchor of my soul, firm and secure, the hope of Jesus Christ. I'm gonna choose to believe in the promises that he has spoken over in my heart. I'm gonna call those to remembrance. I'm gonna dig in deep to scripture and choose to believe what scripture says what your word tells me with the worship songs that I have playing in my mind and in my heart and in my car, I'm gonna choose to believe the words that I say I believe, even in the midst of my greatest fear of where I might lose my life. Whatever your greatest fear is, whatever the fear is that you're facing right now in this moment, I believe that God's word for you today is stay. Don't take the what seems to be the easier road and, and running away. Don't run away from the thing that is you're fearful of. Stay. Stay in his presence. Stay with him. Trust him. Even pray that he would recall to your mind all of his faithfulness to you in your past and that you would have the courage to stay when it's so much easier to run and hide. It's so much easier to buy into the fear. It's so much easier to, um, to believe that the hype of, of what the news is telling you and that the world is falling apart and, you know, and, and we're all gonna, whatever, <laughs> whatever message you might be hearing today. May you choose to earmuff yourself and allow God's word and God's word alone to speak to your heart today. And let his voice rise above the noise of this world and may that give you the courage that you need to stay. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father God, we come before you as Elijah's, as people who have chosen to walk in fear that we've bought into the fear that maybe uh, of the diagnosis, we've bought into the fear of uh, the current situation that we might be facing, the current reality of our world, whether it's war or, or inflation or shortages or whatever the, the COVID, whatever it is, God, that stirs up fear in our lives. God, I pray that when we are tempted to buy into those fears, that you give us the, the courage to just put on the, these silencers and that we're able to hear your word, that we're able to tune into your Holy Spirit and allow your voice to, to be louder. And God, may we choose to stay. Stay steady, stay consistent, stay in your word and lean on your truth when we want to run and do something different. God, I just thank you and praise you for how you are moving and you're working in our lives. I thank you that, that we have great things ahead, that you are working all things out for the good of those who love you and who are called according to your purpose. You are working all things together. And God, even when this situation doesn't look very good or feel very good, God, we choose today to trust you. Trust you that you are working it out for our good 
and for your glory. And for this, Lord, we thank you. And God, I pray that your word today, that the story of Elijah would, would manifest in the hearts and minds fruit, that it would produce fruit in the hearts and minds of those who would hear it, Lord, and, and take it to heart today. And may we be transformed into the likeness of Jesus Christ through the power of your word. May you receive the glory, Lord. Amen and amen. Thank you for being with me today on Cup of Hope. Be blessed and be well, and I will see you back here on Friday. Bye-bye. Blessings to you, Cup of Hope family. I hope to see you tomorrow as we join back together on Cup of Hope. If you're in need of more hope or more resources, you're looking for something to read or dig into uh, to find out more about God, you can go to my website, stephaniewinslow.com, stephaniewinslow.com, and find more helpful resources there. Blessings, Cup of Hope family, and we'll see you tomorrow.